This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Runners lead off all three bases. is another Astros podcast. One, two again. That is lined down the left field line, and that is a fair ball headed for the left field corner. Reddick scores. Guriel scores. Bregman around third and coming home. Bregman will score. It's a basis clearing three-run double for Jose Altuve, and the Astros take the lead. Astros on top, four to three. Now Mike Sosha out of the dugout. Gensler represents the tying run at the plate. Giles set. Here's the 3-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on the slider, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros come from behind to defeat the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim 5-3. Astros back on top in the AL West by a game. Welcome back to the Manager Show. I'm with A.J. Hinch, and you got a chance, A.J., to, to win a series against the Angels, and it didn't look like that was going to present itself going into the eighth inning yesterday. What a great win. Yeah, it was a good win because it was a, the tale of a couple different games. The first seven innings, uh, we were pretty quiet, not much going on. We couldn't really get anything started. It was a it was a kind of a lull of an atmosphere, and and we get a leadoff runner on base when Reddick gets on base in the in the eighth, and uh, a couple of good at bats later, Jose Altuve is is the hero again and gets a it's a gets a big hit. So um, feels like we stole that win a little bit yeah, just based on how the game went, but uh, nice nonetheless. How cool is it when you steal a win like that, as you would say, and it's a two game swing in the division? It's huge. I mean, yeah. especially against these guys, and and you know even you know we, we it's funny you know we look back and you know we've won five out of seven or eight out of ten or whatever whatever we're doing. It never feels like enough. So when you can get a win like that. Mm-hmm. Um, on a night where Garrett Cole was good, not great, and and obviously that bar has raised a little bit with our starting rotation. Uh, nice going into a series uh, ending game with Justin Verlander on the mound, chance to win a series on the road against a team that uh, looks to be in it for the whole season. You mentioned Josh being a catalyst in the eighth inning with that leadoff double, but man, in the outfield. Oh, no. And that is line past the dive of Correa and in the right field for a base hit. Trout trying to go the third. The throw in by Reddick, and Trout is out! A great throw from right by Josh Reddick, and the inning draws to a close. Curveball, and he rips it into right center field. Charging is Reddick. They're going to send Kinsler home. There's going to be a play, and he's out. How about that? Reddick with two assists from the outfield. Six outfield assists for Reddick. That ties him with Cole Calhoun for the American League lead. He doesn't get talked about enough about how accurate he is with a, with a cannon of an arm. It is. It is impressive, and, and he's very underrated out there because he you know he doesn't make a ton of noise. He's very fundamentally sound, yeah. which which most of us may, may take a shot at athleticism. He's not the... Uh, the fastest guy in, in 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 the outfield. He's not the most graceful, but he is the most fundamentally sound. And when he when he makes plays and, t- and teams challenge him, he's got a better arm than than you would think. Um, he's usually right on the money. He and, he and he's a really really smart outfielder with how he positions himself. So uh, really happy that that uh, that he's getting a little bit of recognition today. Hey, one of the things I don't envy about your job is having to give news to 
a very popular player, Jake Marisnik, having to go down to AAA. What was the conversation kind of like? Well, I mean, it was just very direct in the sense that we we have a plan for him. We want him to go down and and get a little bit more comfortable in the batter's box. He he's obviously had a tough start to the season. Mm-hmm. He's striking out at an alarming rate. It's become a little more mental for him. Um, where the anxiety in the first couple pitches is really trying to set up, just get out, don't get in a two-strike count because he's, he fears the strikeout. Uh, we don't talk a lot about that, but it, it started to grow and it started to build. And so I think just getting some some days in the in the minor leagues to decompress, we really want it to be a short stay. It could be as short as 10 days. It might be a couple weeks. He has a say in that because of how he plays is going to is going to dictate our hand a little bit. Our best team has it on him. I told him that has him on the team. I told him that. Uh, but he needs to be a contributor and not just a guy that, that, that fills out the roster. And there was a lot of candidates down in Fresno who, mm-hmm. who probably had an opportunity or were discussed about coming up. Why'd you pick Tony Camp? Well, Tony Tony can do a lot of things. He's versatile in the outfield. He's a tough at bat. He's probably been the most consistent performer down there from the beginning of the season. Um, and we want to put a little bit of pressure on the outfield. You know, Marwin Gonzalez and 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 Derek Fisher and Tony Kemp will be fighting for some playing time. Evan Gaddis is going to factor in a little bit at the DH, and that if I move guys around a little bit, um, but you know Tony really deserves the opportunity to uh, to be in the mix and be in the rotation of playing time. When he's got when he's come up in previous times, I haven't done a good job of getting him in the mix, uh, and I'm going to get him in the mix as, as soon as tonight. You're going to get him in the mix facing Garrett Richards. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, right? Yeah, no, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough league. You know, you got to hit the best and. Yeah. And Tony puts up really good at bats and, and is going to find himself in the lineup against some of these tough right-handed pitchers. But if you want to be a big leaguer, you're going to have to face big league pitching. Yep, there you go, AJ. Thanks a lot and good luck. You got it. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field. And you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Tony Kemp, back up with the Astros uh, here for the first time this year. First of all, congratulations on on getting back to the big leagues and uh, off to a great start in Fresno. But, I mean, you can say that about, it seems like, just everybody in that lineup. Yeah, uh, definitely a lot of players know what they're doing down there. and uh, Definitely you can see it in the stats and the, the box scores. And, uh, you know, people just have an approach and they have a routine and they're sticking with it. And I uh, can't say enough about what Dale Robinson is doing down there as a, as a hitting coach and, how he prepares the guys each day and, uh, you know, how many balls he throws to the guys. And, uh, you know, the way he explains how to get yourself into a routine is uh, what we've really been buying into. And uh, a lot of that credit going to hitting is uh, go to hit, goes to him. And, I mean, a lot of guys down there, you think about J.D. Davis, been hitting over 400, Tyler White, guys would be in the big leagues and in the other organization, which is a credit to the Astros but also has to be a little frustrating. Yeah, I think that's the toughest part is, um, you know, actually having to just stay in your lane and having to just switch your mental to where you understand that um you know everybody's race is different so you have to just make sure you're not looking at uh you know outside perspective of what other people are doing you just have to come to the field every day with a positive mindset and uh make sure you can control what you can and uh you know just hit the ball ball hard and hope that it doesn't go right to somebody so uh you know jd's raking and tyler white's raking and aj reed's getting hot as of late too so uh, there's a bunch of guys down there that are uh, really turning around. You played a lot of second base down at, at AAA. Obviously, coming up here, you're going to be mostly in the outfield. You're starting in the outfield tonight. How do you stay sharp out there? Uh, just like riding a bike. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you go out there, it's uh, it's almost like a, you have more room to roam. So it actually feels good. But 
you know, it's good. Outfield, I love the outfield just because you can communicate with the center fielder. You have the line next to you. So uh, you kind of know how much ground you have to cover and uh, what you need to do to get prepared for the game. So uh, just excited to suit up and get back out there. Now, there was a presentation, I understand, down in Fresno to give you and several of the guys your World Series yeah, rings. Yeah. How, how cool was that? Uh, it's it's crazy what a ring can actually do, especially being like a world champion ring and yeah. how invested, you know, even though I was, you know, so close to making the postseason roster, how invested I was in the postseason. And, uh, you know, every at-bat, I was at that bat with the guys, too. So um, actually getting the ring and talking to the guys, I just looked at them and I said, look, this ring is means so much more because just imagine your kids or your grandkids you know they're going to be fighting over this ring whenever we go yeah. to heaven or we go we, we go on so uh it's going to be in your family for years so you just have to understand like wow pops has a world series ring like that is something that is uh you know you'll have for the rest of your life and uh you know your kids kids has it surprised you at all, kind of the reaction people you know have had to it? It seems like, I mean, I know with mine, everybody wants to see it. I mean, people yeah. who even have no interest in baseball, the Astros want to want to take a look at it. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can associate your name with world champion, it's, yeah. uh, it's special. I mean, not many people can, you know, go to their everyday jobs and say that they were a world champion in something. So I think that's why it holds so much meaning and so much value. So uh, being able to have something like that in your possession and, uh, always be able to uh, go back and look on that year and, and reminisce is something that I'll never forget. Had you seen any World Series rings before, like for, for other teams in, in the past? I had seen a St. Louis Cardinals World Series mm-hmm. ring, uh, but that's pretty much it. When I was in um, short season playing against in the Penn League, it was one of the assistants for the Cardinals. Okay. Well, now you have a ring that you can show to other people. Tony Kemp, thanks so much for joining us and glad you're back in the big leagues. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Robert Ford. Back at the wall, looking up. A three-run home run for Jose Altuve. Steve Sparks. These fans are ringside at one of the best boxing matches they'll ever see. The Houston Astros on your radio all summer long. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.